Welcome teacher sellers to the Grow with Angie and April podcast. Angie and April are two full-time teachers pay teacher sellers who chat with each other daily about their businesses. They're opening up their conversations to help you grow your teacher store. Are you ready to listen in? Here we go. Hey, Angie. Hey, April. How are you doing this week? I'm doing good. Awesome. So today we're covering a few really fun things. This is more of like a fun episode than I guess like a content episode, but we're covering the pros and cons of leaving the classroom to go to TPT full-time. And we're going to talk about our daily schedules as full-time teacherpreneurs. And we're going to open up about our struggles because we definitely have those. Um, And we have a special guest in the show who recently began full-time TPT as well. So uh, we'll have all the resources mentioned in this episode at growthispodcast.com slash episode seven and a summary of what we talked about today. So April mentioned our special guest. We have Michaela here today with us, and she's going to talk with us and you about her going full-time TPT. And so Michaela, why don't you tell us more about you and your store? Okay. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here today. I just discovered y'all's podcast and been really great listening to that and learning from that. Thank you. My name is Michaela Lawrence, and I am the teacher author behind Especially Education. Most of my resources are designed for kids with special needs. Um, I've kind of been working with individuals with special needs since I was um, in high school. I was a camp counselor at a muscular dystrophy camp. Um, and then in college, I worked with adults with special needs through a program called Best Buddies. That's awesome. Yeah. And it was just then that I was like, this is my purpose. Like I was put on the planet to work with individuals with special needs. So I graduated from the University of Texas at Austin with my bachelor's degree in special education. Um, and then I taught in a self-contained classroom for four years. And then I started creating my own resources. And I never really considered putting them on TPT at first. It was mostly just kind of filling the void with the resources that I couldn't find myself. And then one of my teacher friends was like, you know, you should really look into TPT. So um, in the summer of 2015, I started creating resources for Teachers Pay Teachers. You got to love that friend. Yeah. Yeah. We all have that friend. And it's like, if you, I mean, it's impossible to repay them. Like, it's so amazing. (laughs) It really is. So how did you end up like progressing your store and then eventually going full-time TPT? So when I started in 2015, it was the summer and it was very, very slow and it was very discouraging. And I think everybody kind of goes through that, you know, beginner phase. Um, Especially if you start in the summer because it's (laughs) already dead for everyone in the summer. So you probably come in not realizing how dead it's going to be and that that's probably what's affecting your sales and not getting anyone to start. Yeah, absolutely. And I started creating for a few months and then my computer died, of course, because that's, that's <laughs> I feel like it works sometimes. Um, and I actually stopped creating for several months and I was going to give up completely. And then I had a foot surgery in the summer of 2016 and I was, I couldn't walk for two months. I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick it back up. My husband pulled my hard drive off of my old computer and was able to salvage some of the resources. So I kind of got back into that and kind of started doing it more seriously. But yeah, I I mentioned that because I feel like it really is so easy to get discouraged in this. I feel like when you're starting out, you feel like you're such a small fish in a big pond. Yeah, it almost feels impossible. I mean, like Angie and I started like you did a while ago. So, I mean, we don't really much remember what that feeling's like, but we worked with some newer sellers who were just starting their stores. And it kind of reminded us of what a struggle it was. And you don't know what you don't know. And it took me years to even market my stuff. So like, I can't even imagine what it's like to start that now. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. I feel like there's so much to learn with it. And you just don't even realize when you first start, you're like, oh, I can make cute looking stuff for my classroom. And then, you know, there's just so much more involved. It's not just as easy as throwing it up in Word and then printing it out and then putting it on to sell. So, right. (laughs) So how did you end up once you got back into your store, then how did you end up like growing it to the point where you could go full time? I give a lot of credit to Instagram for for that 
to take off the way it did. I love that community being able to reach so many other special education teachers. And, you know, last year I never intended to go full time, but I was like, oh, I'm going to start a growing bundle. This is going to be great. You don't realize that that is so time consuming. And I was teaching all day in a special education classroom. And then I was coming home and working from four, you know, in the afternoon to 11 o'clock at night. So this became two full-time jobs for me. And it was just exhausting. Those growing bundles can be killer. (laughs) The second you said growing bundle, I groaned in my head. I got tensed up. My shoulders were all tense. (laughs) I almost had a panic attack. (laughs) Exactly. And it was, it's just a self-imposed deadline. And I was just struggling to keep up. And then finally, you know, seeing how I could work on it eight hours a day, you know, my husband and I were kind of like, you know, why don't we give this a shot? And so I started last summer and I've been doing it um, full time ever since. Awesome. And I think too, especially with like the niche that you're in, you're helping so many teachers that help so many amazing students that it kind of doesn't, you kind of reach more students to be doing it full time than if you were in the classroom, as bad as that is to say. <laughs> well, and I feel like because of Instagram and social media, I'm seeing, you know, the the impact these resources are having. And then I'm like, you know, I do have some guilt about not being in the classroom, but I still see the purpose. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's a thing we all struggle with, definitely. And I think that's a big part of the conversation about doing TBT full time is we're really losing some amazing teachers. But they're also affecting the teachers who are still in the classroom in a really big way. Exactly. So once you started going full-time TPT, what was it like, like the first couple months? Um, it was a challenge. My husband, we weren't married yet, so I was also planning a wedding. That's a lot of work. <laughs> it definitely is. And it was kind of, I kept struggling to get in a schedule and then I'd find a schedule and you know something would come up and throw me off. And then once the wedding was over, you know, we moved from Texas to Charleston. So that was another big life event. And I think the biggest thing is kind of just trying to stick to a schedule as best you can. Just like it, you were in the classroom, you know, you have that day laid out. I think that's really important. Yeah, I think that's what made the days go so fast in the classroom is having each part of the day like set for something and you just go through that schedule. And I know that when I was teaching, I felt like the day would just fly by because we just had stuff to do at each part of the day and kept us busy. Yeah. And it was so structured too. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is we're so used to a, a structured schedule. So the first thing I say to people when they ask, you know, should I go full-time TPT, I asked them, like, can you make a schedule and stick to it? Because we really struggle. I think the people who have the personality type that become teachers to like just have complete freedom after you've been in the classroom, like every day. Yeah, that's a big change. (laughs) Yeah. On a strict schedule, like, no, I mean, you barely have any time to eat. You barely have any time to go to the bathroom, like to have everything open and just like to be in charge of your own schedule is it's a hard transition. I I really struggled with it too. Um, I think that's one great thing about the timing of this podcast, because I know a lot of teachers are excited about summer and a lot of them will be doing TBT full time during the summer. So I think this is a good way to provide that, uh, that outline. Yeah. And I think we, we had really talked about doing this episode. We talked about it a lot. It had been on our list since we started the podcast, but We noticed that a lot of people are making that decision right now. A lot of people are deciding not to go back next year. So like right now is the time when I think they really need this information. And so I think it's going to be really helpful for them to especially hear our struggles (laughs) because it is not as easy as it seems like it will be or you expect it to be. And then to see like what we do for our daily routine. So I want really want to know, Angie, what your story is. I don't know if we really talked about it too much. I don't think we have yet, uh, at least not on here. So I started TPT like I was teaching and I uh, would buy stuff occasionally on TPT. And my classroom, the stuff they supplied in our classroom was just, you know, the reading program and they wanted us to follow it story by story. And I could just see my kids like totally not retaining information and really not engaged in the learning. So 
that's really where I got my fun in fifth grade from because I wanted to have more fun while we were learning. And so that kind of is what shifted me into thinking that, okay, I can probably make things that are more fun for these kids and then I can sell them on TPT. So I started my store in 2013. It was January, the very beginning of the year. And I've been doing it ever since, but um, each year improved upon the last. And when I got to a point where I felt like, okay, I'm almost making my teaching salary, I could, I was struggling in the classroom because I get migraines. So I was having a lot of headaches and migraines through the school year. My last year there was a, a big struggle because it's very hard to teach when you have a headache or a migraine. So I got to a point with my sales that they were not quite my teaching salary, but they made me feel good about leaving and that when I did put full-time hours into my business, that I would probably be able to make it even jump even more, which it which did, did surprisingly. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's when I put in my resignation and I, I just left. It was probably the toughest decision ever because I am a teacher through and through. I miss the relationships that I got to have with kids. I, I miss helping them realize that learning can be fun and, and giving them that for the rest of their life. But, but it was definitely a struggle with all the headaches. So I was just so thankful to have TPT so that I could actually stay home. And now I can, if I have a headache or a migraine, I can, I can lay down that day or, you know, I could still work in bed sometimes if it's not too bad a one or, or whatever. But the first year I was out of the classroom, I I tried to make a schedule and stick to it. I did okay. But then, you know, the headaches would get in between and mess up my schedule. And then I just kept feeling behind. And I was doing one of those growing bundle things and it was stressing me out. (laughs) Um, But now, like, I think after a full year of being home was really when my jump happened in my sales, because now like I got that momentum going and and now, I mean, they're better than ever. So I can only attribute that to all the work I've been doing in the last two years of staying home. Yeah, I think that's really important to address um, is that those first few months are really difficult and it takes time to get your rhythm. Definitely. Yeah, so I I definitely like very similar to Angie started you know, I started like a year before her, but didn't really do much with my store and didn't really grow it very much the first couple of years. And then there was like a back to school season and a bunch of my stuff sold and I started to get like really motivated. So, um, same as you guys, I just like wanted to make stuff for my students that was more engaging. And my kids were just like from rough households and, and they came to school and they were bored and they acted out. And I just knew I needed to do something different, but we didn't have the resources here. We didn't even have curriculum or textbooks or anything. Um, when I started TPT, like we, wow, it was, it was rough. It was like my third or fourth year teaching and, and you know, our, the educational funding here in Arizona is not great. I just participated in the teacher walkout few weeks ago. So like it's, everyone knows it's not great. And so we really had to make a lot of our own stuff. And then I started, you know, I put on TPT and I didn't really do any of the marketing or anything until a couple of years into it. But what really changed everything was they sent me an email about the TPT conference, the first one they ever had. And I wasn't going to do it at first because it was costly. But then I ended up doing it and we ended up like staying in a hotel offsite that was really cheap. And so I think we spent on the whole conference like a couple hundred bucks because we didn't really have much money. My husband's a teacher too. So that kind of inspired me. I met a bunch of people who helped me with my store and that, and I still work with a lot of those people. I, they are still really good friends. And so we just are constantly learning from each other. And that kind of led me up to being able to go full-time TPT. So that like collaboration is, is really how it ended up happening for me. But I could have gone full-time TPT about four years ago. But, you know, replacing an Arizona teaching salary is not like replacing a Pennsylvania teaching salary. Yeah. So it wasn't like a high bar to me. But I really struggled with not knowing if it was going to be around anymore. Like if I quit my job, I could easily get a new job because they need teachers here. But I would lose the job I had that I really loved. And I just struggled with all of that, like, you know, not, not being able to be with my students and just everything like to teach. I'm a teacher at heart, like that's my thing. And so 
the way I ended up going to to teaching full time is um, my husband and I started trying to get pregnant. We originally weren't going to have kids because we were both teachers and we could not afford daycare. So we had just agreed that we just weren't going to have kids, which is really sad. Um, and just kind of what worries me about the education system here is our teachers really struggle. But with the TPT money, we were able to, we thought, okay, we can afford daycare. So we started trying and it took us a while, but um, we got pregnant and found out it was twins. <laughs> and it just was on my mind. Like, I didn't know if I could have twins and do TPT full time and teach full time. Yeah, that would be very tough. Yeah. So I was going to come back and then I had found out, I mean, I was due the first day of school. <laughs> so it was going to be, you know, I would miss the first semester of school. Nobody wants to do that. That's kind of rough. <laughs> and I was going to have to plan, you know, for my sub for the first, you know, 12 weeks of school because I was going to take the full FMLA leave. And it was just so overwhelming to me. And kind of the last straw was we had gotten a new administrator at our school who was not respectful of the teachers and was really like back and forth, sometimes really nice, sometimes really mean and just really inconsistent. And it, it just with all the hormones and and having that happen and somebody that wasn't really nice to the teachers in January, I just walked her office and I quit. <laughs> not, not, <laughs> I quit, I quit for the next year. I told her I wasn't coming back. And then I took my maternity leave in March until the end of the year. So I got to use my time. And then I took a year leave of absence and it's been two years. <laughs> so I didn't extend my leave of absence. I just told them I wasn't going to come back. So that is my long story about how I went TPT full time. But that first year was a, was a real struggle. You know, I had newborn twins and I was trying to get a routine and I didn't get a routine until that first year was up. Yeah, I bet. I can't imagine having a routine with newborn twins. <laughs> well, yeah, our routine was basically like feed them every two hours. Like the second they fall asleep and take a nap, like get on my laptop and do a few things. And, you know, once one of them starts stirring, you close the laptop and you know you're done. And I don't know how I worked like that, but I worked like that for a year and then as they started to get more mobile and into things and and become, you know, more work as far as like watching them, my husband's like, you know, we should, we should put them in daycare so that you can work. And we put them in part-time because I had mom guilt and then they ended up going full-time. So now I'm a, I guess, how long has it been? Like maybe six months that I've been really full-time TPT. Because if you have kids at home and you are quitting your teaching job to do TPT and raise your kids who don't go to school, you are not full-time TPT. You are a part-time TPT yeah. because your kids do not allow you to focus on TPT. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just like my thing is I, that first year and a half, I was not, I did not consider myself full-time TPT because my kids were the priority and that was what I was focusing on and TPT was coming in between. So Exactly. But it's nice you had it that you could do that and it was and make amazing that time about them. Yeah. It was amazing that I had that opportunity. Like it made it so much easier for me and for my husband for him to go to work and to know that, you know, if they were sick or whatever, I was with them. And even now, like if they get sick, I can go pick them up from daycare. If we want to go on, you know, if I want to pick them up for the day early, then I have that flexibility. So but yeah, I do like the daily routine is so important. So I would love to share mine. But um, Michaela, I want to hear about your routine first. So what do you do day to day? And what kind of routines do you have set up that help you stay motivated? Yeah, so I, I've been through like a few different schedules. And again, this is my first year. So I feel like it's kind of trial and error. Definitely. I do. One thing that I've been trying recently is kind of like block scheduling. So, you know, I went in an Excel spreadsheet and I kind of allotted different times for different things that you don't really think about when you're not doing TPD full time. So um, like in the morning, I'll wake up, eat breakfast, and then I, the first hour I will spend responding to emails or questions on TPT because I feel like if, if I don't have time set out for that, you know, it, it kind of gets overlooked. Yeah. And you want to get that out of the way. Too, because if you continually are checking your email like throughout the day, then it kind of takes away from what else you're working on. Like I have a policy, which is like I check my email like you do the first part of the day and then I don't look at it until the next day. 
So I have a 24-hour response time and sometimes it's less depending on when they email me, but I feel really good about that and I don't end up like going down the email rabbit hole. Yeah, it, it can get kind of overwhelming, especially when there's email and then there's TPP questions and Instagram messages. So I think, you know, setting that time just to respond to those is really helpful. Yeah, that's great advice. Yeah. And then in the morning, I also, I find that I'm more creative in the afternoon. So that's when I do a lot of product creation. So in the morning, I try to focus on, you know, blog posts and uh, doing stuff for social media and all of that. And one thing that I found, you know, super helpful was that I meal prep just as I did when I was in the classroom. So I don't forget to eat lunch. I have a healthy lunch prepared. It sounds like a strange thing to do, but no, it's, it's really helpful for me. No, I can totally, I feel you on that. I totally wish that I was doing that. I want to get back into meal planning <laughs> because I ate so much better. I ate so much better when I could pack my lunch every day. And if I was still doing that, I'd probably feel so much better too. Me too. And we just, I just posted about that in the group, what, like three weeks ago. And everybody was saying how much they struggled with, with it. Cause it's so easy to go out to eat every day. And it's just, you know, you have that freedom. And yeah, when I used to pack a lunch, I ate way better. <laughs> I didn't have a choice. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. You can't leave during lunchtime at school. <laughs> no. And so my husband, he also works from home. So, you know, I'll pack 10 lunches for the week. So that way we don't have an excuse like, oh, we didn't pack anything. So let's go out to eat. So that, that really smart. Then within that schedule, I allot that time to eat lunch and take a break and kind of decompress. And after lunch, it's back to work and really um, doing the product creation. Good. And do you do product creation every day or do, are you kind of switching up what you do in the afternoons? Right now, it's pretty much every day in the afternoons. And I have a few products that I'm working on. So it's not like the same product every day. I kind of go between two or three products. How much or how many hours do you think that you work on product creation every week? Every week, I'd say. That's kind of hard, but um, yeah, it is. I know it, and mine, my schedule varies so much that I wouldn't be able to answer that question. Yeah, maybe like between four to six hours a day, and that might be high, but yeah. I think people are really curious, like how much time people spend on that when they're full time TPT, or how much time people spend on that in general. But I think it really does depend from person to person. Like there might be somebody yeah. out there who's just doing yoga and eating lunch and going to the beach all day. But um, I think that most of us are, are, you know, putting in at least like six or seven hours a day. Yeah. And when I say product creation, a lot of the, you know, the resources I make, I have to print and laminate and prep to get them right. photographed. So to me, that's part of the creation process as well. Yeah, definitely. Of course. Yeah. Um, and I do try to go to the gym. You know, I try to work that in my schedule. You know, but it's not just like yoga any time of the day that I'd like to. <laughs> right. That's that's kind of how I feel like I had imagined. I actually have a yoga mat that's sitting in my office right now. And I my office is down the street from a yoga studio. And I would love to do it every day and feel relaxed. And I haven't been once. So I feel like it's <laughs> I kind of lack the motivation um, for working out. I think mostly because I get so much into the the TPT products that I, um, and just the tasks that come along with it, that I'm not setting aside the time I need to for myself. So I like your process. It sounds like you have a really good um, routine for like making sure you eat healthy and you take care of yourself. And that's something I need to work on in the upcoming months, I think. Me too. Yeah. And it's still a struggle, but I, I think, again, the block schedule and saying I have to eat my healthy lunch, I have to go to the gym during this time. Um, and try to do that each day. That that's really helped me. Yeah, that's really important. I think, and to anyone who's going full time TPT soon, make sure that you make time to take care of yourself. And I know, like Angie, you have a routine, but a lot of times the migraines get in the way. So, do you want to tell us what your routine is when you're having a good day? My routine. I started out like Michaela. I had block scheduling, and I was just finding that it's started to overwhelm me when I would miss chunks of time. And then I would feel like I didn't do that thing. So then I would start that thing when I did feel better. And then I would miss something else. So it wasn't working for me. So this year, I kind of been trying to just take two th things. So I 
I try to work on a product every single day. So that's usually in my afternoon. I find that's when I'm good at creating as well. So the afternoons, I usually spend working on some resource. And the morning, I will pick one other thing that I want to focus on that day. And if I'm feeling good, I'll do more than that one thing. But then I also, if I miss that one thing, I know I can easily make it up the next day and do the two things of whatever the day before and whatever I was going to do that day. So then it doesn't make me feel so overwhelmed because when personally, when I get to a point of being overwhelmed, I kind of pull back and I do nothing. (laughs) And so, so I don't like to, I don't, I try to make myself not feel overwhelmed so that I don't pull back and do nothing instead. So I find that that's working for me. So I just have two main things I want to work on every day, just like a resource I'm going to make some progress on. And then, you know, maybe the other things like take some photos of something or, or work on a blog post or, you know, whatever other things I need to do social media wise or anything like that. And I find that like I don't mind doing those things in the morning because my brain doesn't have to be as in tune because I'm not very much of a morning person. So that works for me. And I love that because I'm going to tell my routine, it's going to be totally different. <laughs> so I think like we, we all really have different ways that we work. And that's the thing. It's really important is to know that like something might work for somebody else, but not work well for you. So like for anybody going TPT full time, like if you hear somebody say, you know, oh, just do this routine and and you'll be good. That's, it it takes like months to figure out what the routine is going to be for you. So I would just say like, stick as close as you can to the school day, I guess, because it sounds like that's what you're doing, Michaela. That's working really well for you is you have like a very set schedule, like, you know, and 9 to 10 a.m. reading lesson, you know, like you have very, like very similar to the school day kind of thing going on. Yes. And it's color coded and everything, but that's, that's how my brain works. <laughs> my original block scheduling was totally color coded too. Because I actually have the same. I have one too. <laughs> I had one too. Yeah. Like, and I would love, Michaela, uh, we'll get with you after the episode, but maybe you can share like a screenshot or something and that way people can see what you're talking about. So. And I had one of those too. Um, but I, you know, my routine has changed a lot. Right now, I just started the last couple of weeks getting up earlier because what was happening was I was getting up like right before my kids got up and I wasn't really having a lot of time for myself. So I'm getting up like at six o'clock because I do think better in the morning and I'm sitting down, having my coffee, eating some breakfast trying to take better care of myself <laughs> and checking my emails and Q and A. So I start the day of the same as Michaela, just get get that stuff out of the way because then I feel like I'm free because like sometimes I'll look at my email at night and I know that, that somebody's email's in there. And so like knowing that I've cleared out all that stuff for the day makes me makes me feel like I'm ready to do the really important stuff. So I do that in the morning and it allows me, it's allowed me to actually eat and take some time to relax for myself because like when my kids get up, I don't have time to eat or do anything other than get them ready. So um, that's been really good for me. I Right when I, I drop them off at school, and then um, I rent an office, which is nearby their school, because our house is not really close to where they go. It's a daycare, but I call it school because like it's very preschool-oriented. But our house is like 35 minutes away, and I just really struggled with working at home. I think it got me like kind of, I felt a little depressed to be at home all the time by myself with like the TV running. It just didn't work well for me. So I have an office that's right next to their daycare. And so I immediately, once I drop them off, go to my office, I sit down, I spend like an hour or two on product creation, sometimes longer if I'm really into it, but usually I spend an hour or two on product creation. And then like after that, I'm done and I need to get up and walk around. So like I'll get up and walk around like where my office is. There's some stores and things. It's getting really hot here right now. So like sometimes I'll go do errands for like family stuff, like do returns or things like that just to get myself moving. And then I'll usually like grab Starbucks and then come back to my office and and work a little bit more on product creation. So I have a hard time like sitting down and staring at the computer for hours and hours. So I'm always trying to get up and move. And then usually like around one or two o'clock, I head home. And then when once I get home, I do social media stuff until my kids get home from school. And um, my husband picks them up, which is nice because I get an extra like hour that I can work while he's picking them up. And then um, 
I kind of just wrap up my day and that's it. But occasionally, like I'll, I'll connect with friends who are not like in the classroom or working right now and, or my dad, cause he's, he lives here now and we'll like do breakfast or lunch or something. And that, that I think has helped me to get s- some social interaction. So I kind of add that to my routine sometimes when I'm kind of in a funk. So. Yeah, that definitely, I like that. And I definitely have issues with remembering to get up. I, I need to, I need to make sure that I get up more because I start to, my neck starts to hurt and stuff. And I feel like an old lady. Yeah. So I have to make sure I'm getting up and moving around, which sometimes I forget to do when I'm totally involved in a, a resource. Right. I think that this leads pretty good into the, our struggles. Like, what would you say, Michaela, is your number one struggle as far as being TPD full-time? Um, I would say probably time management um, mm-hmm. and just kind of wanting to do it all and realizing that, you know, just because I'm doing it full-time doesn't mean that everything is going to get done, you know, within the deadlines and just kind of being flexible and, and being okay when things don't go to plan. Right. And there's a lot of pressure when you're full-time TBT because, you know, this is like how you make your money. And and I don't know if you're like me in this way, but I, I just feel like if I don't put enough effort in during the week or I don't get that one resource finished that, you know, it might mess with my business and I might not make the money I need to make stay home. And then it's like a downward spiral. Like I just put so much pressure on myself. Yes. There was one period of time. And I was like listening to a bunch of podcasts on how to, you know, run a corporation and, and all the tax kind of all of that um, stuff that goes into running a business. And it just, you know, put a lot of pressure on myself. And I, I, it was kind of depressing. And so I'm kind of learning, you know, spending so much time on educating myself about the business, but it's okay, you know, if I just want to put on some music and, and not, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be education 24 seven. Exactly. Exactly. I used to do that to myself too. Just I keep learning so many things, but then I feel like I have to put them all into action and then I would be just making myself feel more overwhelmed. So I listen to the stuff sometimes and then I try to work them in and, and sometimes I don't listen to anything. So yeah. And that focus is hard too. Like you feel like you can do anything and then you listen to a podcast and you're like, okay, well, my next step is I'm going to make a YouTube channel. And then you have like a hundred things to do for this YouTube channel. And we talked about this before, which is like, sometimes we have to stop ourselves from taking on projects when the stuff that we are already doing is working so well, we should just put more time into that. So kind of saying no to some of the things that we hear are popular and not jumping on the bandwagon is, is a struggle for sure. Exactly. Because if I've learned anything is that you can be successful by doing it so many different ways. So there's not really one way to do it all. So, Right. What's what's your biggest struggle with being TPD full-time, Angie? Um, I would say my biggest struggle is also time management and, you know, making sure that I'm myself, I'm getting stuff done when I do feel good because then I just feel like I don't get anything done. But also just letting myself have breaks too sometimes because I struggle with giving myself that break because I feel like I'm full-time TPT. This is what I should be doing. I should be working the whole day. My kids are at school, you know, and I should be getting so many things done that sometimes I feel guilty even taking a break. So kind of just both ways, like trying to get the balance, I guess I would say, of being able to reap the benefits of being home, but also get the stuff done that I need to so that I can continue working towards my goals. Yeah. The guilt is like major. Like, I I don't know why we feel like that. You know, you feel guilty to like take a day off. You know, when I was teaching, I would take mental health days sometimes when I was stressed and I would go get my nails done and like watch TV and, and I came back feeling like refreshed. Um, but we, I just feel like I can't do that because this is my business and like, I just feel like I need to be on a hundred percent, but I know that like last week when I messaged you, Angie, and I was at target, like in the middle of the day, just (laughs) like trying to relax and like shop a little and just do something enjoyable without that guilt, you know, like it did make me feel good. Once I was done, I was able to work better because I had had a little bit of time to myself, but man, it's hard to take that time. Definitely. 
Yeah. So I would say my biggest struggle is probably just um, the lack of human interaction. Yes. I'm like really, I, I've always been really social and that that school community has always been like so near and dear to my heart. I've always had really close friends that I taught with. And so I miss those friends and I, I miss... I miss seeing the kids every day, but I do just miss having that adult interaction that's beyond my family. And like I said, I do try to connect with friends during the week and and occasionally see them. But um, most of the time I'm in my office uh, by myself and I'm in an office building, but I'm in a closed office. And so it's just like, I would love to do like a co-working thing or if we had that here, you know, where, where people who were online entrepreneurs kind of work together to have that human interaction, but I just don't have that. So I always appreciate our time talking on the podcast and and just talking in general, because it gives me a chance to have that like human interaction that you really don't get when you're a uh, full-time TPT. Yeah. It's nice to take that little break to chat with someone. I'm so glad that we have each other to, to talk to because I definitely was getting antsy being home and not having anyone to talk to. And sometimes when it's so cold here, like I wouldn't even leave the house. So I'd be like just in the house with by myself and, and my family in the evenings, but just not leaving and it started to drive me crazy. So... Yeah. And Michaela, if you ever get sick of your husband, we're always here to chat. <laughs> yeah. And he and I are both introverts, but it's it's nice having somebody you know at the ha- house that you can just kind of pop in and say, hey. And actually, when I moved to Charleston, I found another TPT blogger. Her name's Katie from Queen of the First Grade Jungle. And she also works full time. So she and I will meet up and have like working lunches or Oh, that's so cool. I would love that. <laughs> yes, that's I need that too. That's amazing. Yeah. So even for the introvert, you know, that's helpful to have that socialization. Yeah. And it just staring at a computer all day, like alone by yourself. <laughs> like as a teacher that I never could do office jobs. Like that's kind of how I ended up being a teacher was I just really struggled with office jobs because there was a lot of like sitting by yourself at a desk, staring at a computer. And that's kind of what my job is now. So I feel like having somebody else who's a TPT or just to like meet with and chat with and is so helpful just to be able to, even as an introvert, just talk to somebody. <laughs> but like you need that too. So yeah, that's my real biggest struggle. And, and like, I have family and friends here and everything, but you know, I'm used to having people around me 24 (laughs) seven. So, you know, with, I'm always been that teacher who has like the adjoining door open between classrooms and I'm talking to the teacher next door to me, like, and talking to kids, like I've always been very, very social in that way. So it's, been hard to have that like closed door and be my myself, even though I really do enjoy what I'm doing. So it's been a little tricky. So, but I think we should definitely address some of the benefits to it. We've talked a little bit about the benefits, but is there, what would be like one thing, Michaela, you'd say like is the best part of being TPT full-time? I mean, honestly, just having the time, you know, and not having the guilt of maybe, you know, not lesson planning as much as I should or anything like that. But now I can, it can be my number one focus and flexibility of the schedule is also a benefit as well. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a huge thing. Like, especially like with your family too, being able to, especially with your husband working at home too, I'm sure you guys have a little bit more flexibility to like travel and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't have kids yet. So we're trying to get in as much as we can. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It just, it just wraps your time quite a bit when you have kids, but I think it's, you get back pretty quickly. Like I think I've come up with a pretty good routine since having mine. And I feel like, you know, I feel like it's a very similar to what you're doing right now. So I don't think it would affect you guys too much. I think you'd do fine. <laughs> I'm surprised how many full-time TPT moms do send their kids to daycare. And I think that's awesome. And I think, you know, there's a lot of mom guilt, I feel like, but there shouldn't be. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I sent my kids part time and then I sent them full time and then I sent them part time and then I sent them like they've been part time like half the year. That's why I said I've been doing full time for six months. But, you know, I get guilty and and then I take them back to part time. But they didn't they didn't like being part time like they like being there. You know, they like reading their stories and doing songs and they like they get a lot of educational time there, too. So like it surprises me how many people work with their kids at home. Like those people are rock stars. Like I couldn't do it. I 
I can't even sit down and type one sentence without one of them needing something or them hitting each other, you know? <laughs> so like, I have a lot of respect for people who, who aren't utilizing childcare and doing TPT full time. So that, I guess that's my, like my biggest piece of advice. If somebody wants to do TPT full time is like do daycare and don't feel guilty about it. Like find a place where your kids like going and then, and then do your stuff because it's really hard to juggle if you're, if they're not, you're not getting help. So, and Angie's lucky because she has free daycare. AKA school. <laughs> yeah, they go to school every day. But then a summer, I'm like, I should still be working. But so I'm going to have to try to see if I can get some stuff done. I'm thinking maybe in the morning, I'll get a little bit of work done. And then the afternoons, we'll do fun things or swim or whatever. But And that'll be good for you because then you'll get a break. Exactly. So mine, I think we'll, mine will probably continue full time throughout the summer because if they don't, they lose their spot. And we don't want them losing their spots um, at the place no. they're at. So we're going to keep them full time, but we'll probably pull them out. My husband's going to do summer school, but we'll pull them out and we'll like get to spend extra time with them. So like that flexibility is, is nice. I completely agree that that's like the biggest draw. So it was that way you think too, Angie, what would, what would you say? Yeah. I was just feeling the struggle. Like I just felt like uh, I wasn't doing mom teaching and TPT, like any of them really good because I was trying to do all three of them. So I just finally feel like I'm at a good place now that I'm, I'm balancing. And because I can do full-time TPT, I feel like then when my family does get home, I don't have to think about TPT anymore. I can, I could do things with them and not be worrying about, you know, the tests I need to grade or the, Oh, that's a good point. The TPT stuff I should be getting done or everything when I was trying to do it all. So I just kind of just feel more, more balanced being full time. Yeah, that's a good point too. I also like, and I think this is why a lot of people do leave to go TPT full time, but I also like not having the politics Oh yeah, that are involved in a job. Like I love teaching and I love working with other teachers and working with admins usually, but like between test scores and competition there and like just the, the politics and the changing, you know, this year you guys are all going to do it this way. And, you know, just all of those things that kind of stress you out on a day-to-day basis, um, that aren't really good for the kids, that kind of stuff, not having to deal with that, like just being able to to say, you know, I think this activity would be great for kids and then put it out there and teachers use it. Like being able to have that control is really nice. Yeah. I think I blocked all of that out because <laughs> I only remember like all the good stuff now right. because I just miss the kids and I miss having a classroom and stuff. So I, I think of those things and then my friends that are still teaching, they'll bring me back to reality and they're like, Angie, remember all this other stuff you had to do? And I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> Michaela, have you like thought about going back at all during this time? Have you almost like gone back at some point? Well, I've only been doing full-time for a year, but I've been trying to find other ways like volunteering with the Special Olympics. Oh, that's cool. Or going to classrooms and stuff like that. I don't have plans to go back right now, but who knows in the future. Yeah, I get like occasionally get the itch. I think the first year I was out, I had the itch mostly because like it's hard work being home with kids. <laughs> so like I think I had the itch and then I actually did go back for like three or four weeks. <laughs> I did go back for three or four weeks and took like a part-time teaching job. But then um, a couple of things happened. First of all, the district that I worked for decided that the part-timers didn't should not get paid time off anymore. And the second thing that happened was my kids were sick all the time. So like I was having to take a lot of time off and I was like, I don't know how teachers do this work and deal with kids who are sick all the time. Because between two of them and my daughter has some respiratory issues, like they were always sick, pass it back and forth and back and forth. And like, I just was like never there. And it was so much stress and, and with them not doing paid time off and it was like a part-time job and it wasn't really a job that I was super into. It was the younger grades and, and teaching specials and just wasn't really my thing. And it, it was, I felt like I was, it was part-time, but that was there full-time almost. <laughs> um, so it just didn't work out for me. And, um, but I remind myself of that situation every time I, I want to go back 
because, and I remind myself of the politics, um, because I do get that, that want to like interact with other people. And so I, sometimes, you know, you're, I get on the district websites and see what jobs are available. And then I have to like slap my hand because I do that too. <laughs> yeah. Cause we have like, a, we have it all in Pennsylvania. We have it like there, there's a website where I have my, all my application stuff on there. <laughs> so you can just like click a button and apply for jobs. So sometimes I get on there and I'm like, Oh, that would be really great. And I like apply for jobs, but that's dangerous. it's very competitive. It is, but it's very competitive here. So unless I'm really doing above and beyond, like going after the job, I don't, I don't even get any calls. But. Well, that's good and bad. I mean, here, I feel like if I submitted a, an application, I would be working the next day. So got to be careful with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I participated in the teacher walkout with my husband a few weeks ago. And like, it reminded me what it was like to be part of that teaching community. And, and I think that kind of made me kind of have the itch again. And so, but it's passed, so we're good. But I, um, I went and stood with some of the teachers at my old school during their morning walk-ins. And, um, one of my old students walked by on his way to the junior high that's next to us and stopped and went, Mrs. Smith. And like you, for like a week after that, I was like, I really want to go back. (laughs) It's just like, it's so tempting. Um, and I think the longer I'm out of the classroom, the more I feel like that. But I know that it's the right decision for me and my family and my business to to exactly. stay. Like we, I feel like our stores have really grown, you know, just being full time. So yes, definitely. I think as far as struggles go, I feel like it's kind of like the pros and cons are kind of equal. So like, I guess we're saying to people who are thinking about going TPT full time that it really depends on your situation. And it really depends on your situation and your personality because some people just might not be able to to work full time at home by themselves. You know, especially real extroverts. Right. Because I'm kind of like in the middle. Like I was, I love being around the people that I know, but I'm sort of like introvert out in social settings where I don't really know people, but. I miss like my people. <laughs> right. And I'm like a hardcore extrovert. So like, you know, people walk past my office and I'm like, please come talk to me. <laughs> like I just need a friend. <laughs> so, um, but I, I, this is the thing I want to mention too is, um, Michaela, we, I noticed that you are, pres- I'm not sure if you did this already or if you, it's it coming up, but you are participating in a conference that's really cool, um, called teach your heart out. And I thought that was really cool, like something that would be kind of difficult for you to participate in if you weren't full-time TPT. So do you want to talk a little bit about like that opportunity? Yeah, I did my first conference and it was in Nashville in March. And then there's a few upcoming conferences with Teacher Heart Out. There's a cruise to the Bahamas, which is a really cool one that I'm excited about. Yes, Angie and I saw that and we immediately messaged each other because... Like we've talked about doing a TPT cruise and we saw that that teacher heart was doing a cruise and thought, yeah, like that's an awesome idea. That's cool. <laughs> like if we were teachers still, we'd go for sure. <laughs> Heck yeah. And the conferences are great um, because it really brings in that community. And, you know, it, the whole point is to learn from other teachers and kind of, you know, pump up that morale. Um, and I especially love it because it's, they have sessions for special education, but I do agree that, you know, being in the classroom, you'd have to work around that, um, your teaching schedule. So that would probably limit the number of sessions that I could attend. Whereas now I'm like, yeah, book me for anything. Cause I'm, I'm super excited about the, the conference. It's a great professional development series that brings a lot of great teachers together. Yeah. It looks amazing. It looks so fun. Yeah. And I think that like, it seems very positive, which I mean, it's nice, like with you, like we talked about being at home and like not getting as much interaction as before, like being able to be involved in stuff with teachers, that's really positive is, is a good thing. Like that's, I'm sure it's just as good for you as it is for them having you participate. Yeah. It's, it's been fun and I'm super excited for the, we have one in Vegas coming up in Less in about a month. So, are you um, presenting at the cruise one? Yes. Okay. Of course you are. Who would say no to that? (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) So, I guess one of the other benefits is that we 
can participate in things like that, um, as well as like conferences. Are you planning on going to the TPT conference this year? Yes, I am going to the Nashville conference. And then a couple of weeks ago, I, my friend Katie and I drove up to Charlotte to attend one of the oh, meetups. Nice. It was on a Friday. So if we were in the classroom, you know, we probably wouldn't have been able to make that three hour drive. But. Right. And I know some people do, but they take time off and it's just like, it's just nice to be able to do it and not have to worry about it. So, and if you present at a conference um, or a meetup, like having that time beforehand to prepare for it and to make sure your presentation's ready to go. I, I can't imagine what that's like when you're in the classroom. It's a lot. I feel like you get a lot of special opportunities when you're on TPT, especially if you're able to put full-time work into it. And that sounds like a really amazing one for you. Um, I was able to, this year, write a book um, with a publisher that I would never have been able to do if I had been in the classroom. Um, So that was something that I'm really excited to be able to do that like TPT full-time has given me the opportunity to do. And The only reason that the publisher found me was because I had a blog and did a lot of work with teachers on project-based learning. Um, So again, TPT has like been amazing. So, and of course, travel, weekday conferences, like we can make all those things. So, so do you guys feel like pretty good about your decision to go full-time TPT still? Yes, I'm very happy with my decision. I'm still good with you know, truck it along. I was worried that I would run out of ideas, but that has not happened. I have more ideas than I could fill my day with. So I I feel good about it still. And I'm happy to keep doing it. Yeah, I, I agree with Angie. It's probably one of the best decisions I've made. I think so too. I think that overall, like even with the challenges that we deal with this full-time TPT or is that it is like the best decision that I made for my family and for me. So I can I can safely say that I think it's worth trying it if you are able to try it. So Agreed. Yes. Well, this was a fun conversation. Thank you guys so much for opening up about this. I know it's a personal conversation, really, like, you know, just sharing all the struggles with going full-time TPT and like how you got there. So I really appreciate both you. And it was nice to have some human interaction for an hour. So So thank you guys so much. Just a reminder to everyone listening that we have the mastermind group. So if you are full-time TPT or thinking about it or part-time TPT, and you just want people to be able to converse with, um, you can join that Facebook group at growwithusmastermind.com. Um, And we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye, guys. Thanks so much. Bye. That's it for the Grow with Angie and April podcast. Make sure to rate and review so that this podcast can continue to reach teacherpreneurs around the globe. You can find the show notes and more about your hosts at growwithuspodcast.com.